bless you. Age is but a number, you remember? <laughs> Amen. Uh, we have uh, a topic to handle. It is called Activating Destiny. And uh, we're going to look at it briefly before we do ministration. When we talk about destiny, many people think of their careers. Others think about marriage. Others think about maybe being saved. There are so many ideas in the minds of men and women when it comes to destiny. But as I waited on the Lord in worship, both today and uh, in the course of the week, the Lord began to speak to me about destiny. And uh, before we read the scripture, allow me to give you some two stories, one of which I was telling my sister out there. And uh, I hope she was shocked enough because I meant that it should shock her. Can I share the story? Or you feel sleepy? <laughs> uh, the Lord took me to the spiritual realm to heaven one time last year. And before me was the judgment day. He took me in the spirit like, you know, in, the, in heaven you are able to see past, present, future. So sometimes the Lord may take you to the spiritual realm and what you are seeing is not present issues. You are seeing future, future issues. So what he showed me that time was a very prominent man of God. I think some of you even watched him on telly this morning. He's worldwide renowned man of God. And this man has done well with himself. Very, very wealthy with jets and everything. Very anointed, very famous. Very, very much feared and known all over the world. Then the Lord showed me this man and he was like looking naked before God. He looked so embarrassed. He looked so much shocked to be before God. And it was judgment day. The Lord was telling me, my son, this is judgment day. And the man stood there embarrassed. And what he was embarrassed about was how much he had missed the real picture. To the world, he was famous. One time, he was even in Time magazine as one influential man who should be emulated by everybody. And to the world, he has all this money and all this influence. Presidents fear him. People call on him begging and shaking. But he stood on that day having missed the point. And it left me with one question. Lord, what is destiny? What is destiny? What is destiny when a man who is the definition of success itself can stand embarrassed before you? After that visitation, in fact, I asked the Lord, what was, what was one of those things he did wrong? And the Lord showed me his life, how he had stepped on so many toes, so many people to get to the top. Getting to the top was the only thing that mattered to him. Being the man, being the boss was the only thing that mattered to him. Whether he, you, he stepped on your neck when he was getting, getting there or whether you shed tears of frustration, whether he, he, he oppressed you to get there was not the issue to him. The issue was getting there. So he stood before the Lord that day, embarrassed. Thank God he made it to heaven. I praise God for that. These are those things Paul said, you should not give details. Some are not allowed to be spoken. I will not go to the second story right away. I will now go to the scripture. Because I began to ask the Lord, Lord, what exactly is destiny? What is success? How should we do it and do it properly, but do it within the mark? Paul says, I press towards the what? The mark. There is a mark. If you miss it, you may stand embarrassed, though the world will have celebrated you for the years you will have lived. So the Lord gave me the answer. And we find it in two places in the scripture, which we will read shortly before we do ministry. Go with me to Matthew 11, from verse 25 to verse 30. A very profound scripture. Many of you can quote it often. Let's use it to look at the heartbeat of Jesus this evening. Matthew 11, from verse 25 
to verse 30. The Bible says something. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. All things have been committed to me by my Father. That is Jesus talking. All things have been committed to me by, the by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. 28. Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Underline the word yoke. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 30, for my yoke is easy. And I line the word yoke again. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Lord Jesus, bless your word as we use it to express your will and your heartbeat to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of you grew up in the village, and you remember how two cattle could farm a certain portion of land and how these cows could be put under a yoke. And sometimes one of the cows could refuse to move forward. So what did we used to do or what did you see done? This cow which was disturbing used to be whipped to correspond to the other cow so that the farming process could go on smoothly. God has a yoke. I repeat, God has a yoke. This yoke belongs to Jesus. Our job is not to really do the work. Our job is to be yoked because only the Lord Jesus can do the work. I repeat, God has a yoke. And this yoke belongs to Jesus. Our job as we report to the will of God is not necessarily to do the work, but to submit to the honor of the yoke who alone will carry the burden or the work. That is why he uses two words there. He talks about my burden and my yoke. The burden is not yours, the burden is his. The yoke is not yours, the yoke is his. Now, when men go out of the way to prove a point, to push an agenda, to twist things and force things, it is because they have not learned the yoke of the Lord. And they have not surrendered to the burden carrier, who alone is called Christ Jesus. So people must resort to other means to carry out what God has assigned them to do. Why? Because they are yet to learn how to yoke themselves with Jesus. When you yoke yourself with Jesus, you do not have to prove a point. He is the point. When you yoke yourself with Jesus, you do not have to carry out the work. He is the worker. He even says, I am the God of the laborers. Pray to me, I will see that the laborers are taken care of. Destiny is when you learn the yoke. Because you can never yoke with Jesus and be condemned on that day. My brothers, we preachers may have lied to you that destiny is having a car, that destiny is having a piece of land, that destiny is being on the media. I saw this man with my two eyes and I'm reporting the truth. I saw a man who ruled the whole world and as he stood on that day, he was embarrassed. Success out of the yoke who is Jesus he is dangerous. Because you can gain it and still miss the mark. Which brings me to the second scripture we need to read. Which is in Ruth chapter 1. Ruth chapter 1. Verse 6. Going down. Allow me to read. When she heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, Naomi and her daughter-in-law prepared to return from there. Verse 7. 
With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that will take them back to the land of Judah. Verse 8. Then Naomi said to her daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show kindness to you as you have shown kindness to the dead and to me. Verse 9. May the Lord grant each of you each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them and they wept aloud and said to her, We will go back with you to your people. But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why will you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and, and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they are grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters, it is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has gone out against me. At this they wept again, then Orpah, I almost said Oprah, God, Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But truth clung to her. Three women. Three destinies. This is the second thing we are learning. On one hand, you need to identify the yoke. The yoke is of Christ. Allow me to go a bit slowly. Sometimes what people call failure, provided you are in the perfect will of God and you are feeling the heartbeat of Jesus, it is not failure. Sometimes what they call stagnation, provided you are within the heartbeat of Jesus, you are not in stagnation. However, sometimes what they call success is actually a trap for you to be lost. So naturally, let's look at these three women. A woman is telling two girls, go back to your mother. Please, just go back. Get yourself settled. Get yourself sorted out. Get yourself, you know, get reality, girls. Go and get a life. Not a bad advice. Not a bad idea. But listen, in that advice, in that opening, was the choice to either yoke with God or yoke with the flesh. By Orpa going back to our people, by Orpa going back to our life, she was doing a social justice to herself, yet she was forfeiting destiny. Because destiny is what God calls destiny, not what men call destiny. Men may say it is good to go back to your parents, but if God tells you, go to a foreign land, go there, that is where destiny is. You know, some of you think the day you become so comfortable and so affluent in your situation, that day you have arrived in destiny. Yet you are yet to check with Jesus. Is this where you want me to be? Peter is telling Jesus, God forbid that you should die. And Jesus tells him, get behind me, Satan. Death is the will of God for me. That is destiny for me. Are you understanding me? What the flesh is calling good, sometimes the spirit may be calling poison. And many today are in trouble, not because God does not love them, but because they are yet to discern the will of God and stick in it. The will of God is you wait till he sorts you out. Wait till he sorts you out. Anything that you do to self-improvise or self-help yourself will lead you astray. My brother Joe, it will be very dangerous to promise people as prophets cars and houses and they do not know the heartbeat of Jesus. It will be very dangerous for them to become CEOs and directors and they are still mocking God in their hearts. It will be very dangerous for you to prosper and you do not know the heartbeat of Jesus. You are not very sure that apart from being saved, you are walking in the perfect will of God for your life. This meeting is not just for sorting you out socially and sorting you out materially. This meeting is to ask that the heartbeat of Jesus will be revealed to you. That as you walk, though you may not look like you have arrived in heaven, you will be giving heaven joy.
Because you will be yoking with Jesus every single day of your life. So Oprah, I mean Orpah. Orpah, God. Or then Pa. Okay, or then Pa. Orpah decides to go back home. And when she arrived home, I'm sure there was a celebration. When she arrived home, maybe she was given a new ID number and she was given an Mpesa line and life went on normal. But you know what? What is normal to the Lord sometimes is abnormal. What is acceptable socially to the Lord may not be acceptable. Today we have so many people, the world is busy celebrating and congratulating, but heaven is grieving over them. To activate destiny, you must come to the yoke and you must submit to that yoke. And Jesus promised us, this is a promise we can agree with, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. And the good thing with the yoke of Jesus, you do not fool this machine, you do not pull it, you do not push it, he does everything. If you are a preacher like myself, and getting a sermon or getting the, the flow of God must really cause you a lot of tears and sweat. You need to check because the burden is light. The yoke is easy. That is the word of the Lord. The Lord tells you, go to this marriage and report there. I can assure you by the grace of God, that marriage will be easy. The yoke of it will be easy. The burden in it will be light. Unless you begin to bring your own individual issues and demands. But if you yoke with Jesus and you go in his will, there will always be a lightness. There will always be an easiness. The second person... I don't want us to forget is the title of the book called Ruth. Who is called Ruth here? I'm sure we don't have Orpah, but we have Ruth. Who is called Ruth here? Christ. There's one Ruth. How many Ruths do we have? One. One Ruth? Good. Ruth is a good name. Ruth is our second example. Remember, Orpah decided to go and satisfy the social satisfy the natural and from there she got lost and some of you you are busy trying to satisfy the natural you are busy trying to please your friends you are busy trying to keep time with your bodies and you are missing out on the heartbeat of jesus you are busy trying to eat right and feed right and travel right and dress right till you forget the heartbeat of jesus you are trying to live like orpah Soon, your destiny will look bright to the world, but dark to the heavens. What the world celebrates, heaven, I mean, heaven is terrified about. So there was this girl called Ruth. And many of us are like Ruth. Ruth is just living a past she is used to. Ruth is still recovering from a past she was accustomed to. So anytime she may go back, but at least Ruth is on the way. She is not there, but she is going there. Hey, me, I'm Ruth this evening. If you are a fellow Ruth, lift your hands. Oh God, I'm in a right company. <laughs> you are tempted to go back, you know, Prophet Gabriel, and even Joe, you know, we are ministers, but we get job offers. A woman came to me, can you be my GM, and I'll pay you this much? And the offer was salivating. And I told God, <laughs> So you are making that step to the promised land, but the past is really real. You can't deny it. You can't deny that a phone call away is your past guy or your past girl or your past brother or your past this or your past that. Ruth could have done one SMS and the city could have arrived to take her back. <laughs> Thank God she kept walking. And the more Ruth walked, the more she looked like she was losing. But the more she lost, the more she gained. 
Every step to the unknown led her away from the known. And the more she was led from the known, the more she was embracing her destiny only God had an idea about. Remember, the Naomi she's following has no idea what is ahead. You know, sometimes you think, because Pastor Kimani looks like he knows, then this place we are going with Pastor Kimani is alright. <laughs> you do not know even the pastor is like, God, where are we going? <laughs> so Naomi looks like she knows it, but in the real sense, Naomi does not know it. And for those of you who have never read this story, remember, through Ruth now we have Obed, through Obed we have Jesse, and through Jesse we have David. Now, when Ruth is leading this girl, she has, not, she has no idea where David will come from. Only God knows. I am speaking to people this evening who are on a journey of only God knows. If you are not in that journey, my brother, my sister, join us. We are many. <laughs> Today we are in the miracle service, Joe. But who knows January? Only God knows. Today we are held up in Deliverance Church in Gong Road and we are not complaining, we are really enjoying it. But only God knows. To my friends with the five-year strategic plan, we look like failures. But to God, we are on a journey of only God knows. Horpa succumbs to the past, but Ruth struggles from that past. And soon, Ruth nailed it. And to date, we have David, courtesy of Ruth. Now, listen to me, women. Ruth was not a businesswoman. Neither was she a beautiful singer. Neither was she an interpreter in church. Ruth was just a good mother. And pastor told us in the morning, mothers rise up. We remember Ruth not for singing. We remember Ruth not even for prayer. We remember Ruth for the simple task God gave her and as she committed to that one single task, the Lord was pleased and the Lord lifted her up. And history remembers her. Even the Bible records her. Eternity will reward her. Dear mamas and even papas, it is not about the money. It is not about the fame. It is not about the recognition. It is about faithfulness to what has been committed to you. When Ruth was given Obed, she nursed Obed, and out of Obed came Jesse, and out of Jesse came David. The rest God took from there. The little things we do sometimes may matter more than we are aware. Pastor Kimani, how did we meet? We are praying with a lady. The lady hands me over to you. And you hand me over to the church. And, we, and the church receives the prophetic team. And the rest is history. There are little things you are doing. Do not go for this lie by these preachers. But oh, if you want to come to destiny, you must have this car. You must have this house. No! Destiny is about where did God put you? How faithful were you? Joseph is in prison. Who loves to be in prison? Nobody. But God has allowed it to be, uh, to be so. And as he's faithful in prison, even fellow prisoners begin to organize for his promotion. But today, people are busy running away from trouble rather than being transformed in that trouble. As you surrender to the Lord, he knows how to make the burden light and how to make the yoke easy. And soon, he begins to promote you. So Ruth may have been talented back home in Moab. She may have been maybe famous back home in Moab. But when the Lord told her, report to the house of Boaz. And Boaz will make you a mother. And after that, you will become a grandmother and leave it to the Lord from there. We have so many Christians praying bigger prayers while they should really be praying faithfulness prayers. Maybe you just... God. You know, you can be Mamamboga. And there is one boy you are meant just to touch. Or one girl you are meant to touch. And all that you are meant to do was to be faithful to that kiosk. 
And do you are busy pushing yourself to a supermarket, forgetting that what matters to God may never make sense. Everybody wants to be in London. And everybody wants to travel to Los Angeles. <laughs> and everybody wants to be in Mogadishu or wherever. And we forget that in that little station, there is somebody waiting to give an eternal report of gratitude to God. Which brings me to our third destiny woman. As I prepare to finish. Our third destiny woman had it all, yet she lost it all. And some of you are there. You used to have the prayer. You used to have the fasting. You used to have the presence. You used to have the confidence that it is happening till you lost it all. Whether you lost it in sin, I have no idea. Whether you lost it through discouragement, I have no idea. Even you who has lost it, according to God, there is still a chance for destiny. Look at these three women and digest what the Lord is telling us this evening. The Lord is telling us through these women, never will you find a perfect group. Never will you find a perfect story. One woman is losing it by going to the past. Another is struggling by coming out of the past. Another has lost all her shares and her stocks. And all she has is God. And according to God, because she has God, she has a legacy. She has a destiny. Sometimes we preach as we preach as if the people listening to us have a perfect Cinderella story. And you meet a woman who has lost her husband, her child, her marriage, her job, everything, even her health. And what do you tell such a woman? Do you tell her you have failed? No. According to this Bible, Naomi had everything going for her. She had God, she had food, she had her husband, she had two sons. All these went at go. And in a few years, Naomi had come to nothing. When the people said, Naomi, she said, no, 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 call me Mara. Because I'm a joke, I'm a loser, I have nothing. And when God looks at her, God is seeing a destiny connector who will bring us David. Let's stop the fantasy. Let's come to the Bible. Let's come to reality. Reality is this. At one time, one of our siblings will lose it all. That is the reality. The reality is this. One of our neighbors may lose it all. What do we do in those moments? We have to remind them. Loss is a loss when God calls it a loss. Gain is gain when God calls it a gain. So because Naomi still had God and still knew the house of God. Remember, what is the meaning of Bethlehem? The place or the house of what? Of bread. Because she still knew where God was, there was still destiny for her. You may have lost it all and you are listening to me this evening. But I have good news from the Holy Spirit. Provided you know where God is, provided you know where his presence is, you still have destiny. So to summarize, four ways to activate destiny. Number one, which is the most important, yoke yourself with Jesus. Don't do your own things. You know, these guys will come before Jesus saying, hey, in, in Matthew chapter 7, we cast out devils. And we raised the dead. My God, guys who raised the dead are not a joke, right? Yeah, they are not those who sleep when people pray. These people are, they are serious. They are fire. We did all these things. Then Jesus will give them one word. I didn't know you. You did great, but you are strangers. Destiny is when you are not a stranger. Are you hearing me? Everybody today in the 21st century church wants to be rich and great, but few wants to be known by Jesus. Wherever the struggle, wherever the situation in your life, the issue is this. In your heart of heart, do you know him? Is he working with you? In that journey, however tough, is he working with you? That is the first principle I don't want you to forget. Will you remember it? Will you remember it? 
And from today, my dear brother, my dear sister, don't go admiring people just because they look like they have arrived. Ask yourself, are they yoked with Jesus? That speech they are giving, that money they are earning, okay? That book they are writing, that television appearance they are having, is it in sync with Jesus? Is Jesus the center or are they the center? Lest you admire what God has spit on. Kuna vitu mungu ametemea nini? Mate. Second thing you should never forget is this. If you are going to activate destiny, you need to remember and you should never forget that the natural is an enemy of the spiritual. The past can be an enemy of the future. Good can be an enemy of the best. Pleasing men may cost you pleasing God. Pastor knows, and I was telling him, if it was left to my father, I'll be a medical doctor. And he has never forgiven me for refusing to be a doctor. But do I choose father in the village or father in heaven? <laughs> and it is time for Orpa to choose. Is it my past and my natural life or is it my future and my spiritual life? You have to choose. And the Lord is telling me of a gentleman in this crowd. Thank God it is a prophetic meeting. You succumb to corruption. Hmm? You succumbed to corruption. Why? You are busy trying to make peace with the natural. And it has costed you your peace with God. What do we do to that man? Repent. Okay? Just go repent. And for those of you who are quick to give bribes and receive bribes just to make things work faster, will you repent? Amen. Third principle that will help you activate destiny. Do not confuse struggle with disapproval. The fact that you are struggling with that past does not mean God has not accepted you. It does not mean the future has not accepted you. It just means you are walking and walking to a right direction. Some of you still struggle with a few things that are hindering your prayer life, hindering your financial life. Do not give up. As Ruth made every step towards Beth Bethlehem, there was a step calling her back to Moab. She didn't give up. I'm sorry, even her name Ruth was not from Bethlehem. It was a name she got from Moab. Let them call you whatever they want to call you. But their, your name and your steps should not be the same. Your steps should always be leading to the future. And the Lord is speaking to several women here whose past is still speaking. And they are confusing their past with the pleasure or the favor of God. Your past can never replace the love God has for you. Your sin can never be greater than your future. And I'm seeing a woman, I, I, in fact, we will minister to her as a team. You shouted and quarreled and made noise to that person whom I won't mention. And up to now, you feel like the biggest fool in the world. Treat that as your past. Forgive yourself as you accept the Lord to forgive you and move towards your future. Praise the Lord. Lastly, to the Naomi's. To the Naomi's. You may have lost it, but you still have God. You may have lost it, but you still have the address of the house of God. Do not succumb to your loss. Succumb to your God. Do not succumb to the pit that swallowed whatever it swallowed. You know the pit swallowed Naomi's husband, Naomi's two sons, Naomi's name, Naomi's days and her, her opportunities. But where there is a pit in the past, there is always a house of bread in the future. Go to the house of bread. And the Lord will turn around your situation. Did you enjoy the sermon? God bless you. This is the part where we 
begin to prepare to do prophetic ministry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Before we begin, I will allow you to interact with that word called the yoke. The yoke. The yoke. The yoke. We'll pray for you, but we'll pray you in the yoke. The yoke is Jesus and his will. Jesus and his heartbeat. The yoke. Get us some music as the prophetic team joins us. Irene and the rest. The yoke. Don't just be a good guy. Don't just be a good mama. Be centered in Jesus. In his perfect will. That is how you are going to activate destiny. And the Lord is saying to some of you, the issue is not the difficulty you have gone through. The issue is not the difficulty. The issue is the heartbeat of Jesus. The fact that God loves you is enough. The fact that the Lord has promised you what he has promised you, it is enough. And this evening, the Lord is saying again, we are going to deal with the losses. Losses of loved ones, losses of opportunities, losses of relationships, losses of every kind. We are going to deal with the losses. Losses. Even as my brother was speaking, I felt the Lord say that some of you, you have come under condemnation. And the Lord Jesus is breaking that condemnation from you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I saw a lady, I saw a lady dark in complexion. Sometimes you forget to pray. It's, you get so busy with things and work and things are so many and you forget to pray. And many a times you'll condemn yourself and you feel as if you're far away from the Lord. But I heard the Lord say that the Lord Jesus is right there with you. He's right there with you. You don't need a closet of which a closet is good enough. But right there you can speak to him. You can walk with him. It's something that comes to you and you feel like as if you're not worthy enough. But I heard the Lord say, you're worthy because he calls you worthy. He calls you worthy. And some of you, something that is lingering in your life. You feel like you haven't done as much as you need to do. Today as he speaks, he says, it's your, it's his yoke. It's not your effort. It's, it's your ability. It's, it's, it's. The place where you rest. You rest in the Lord. Just rest in Him. That's all that He wants to do. He wants you to lean. Lean back. Lean to Him. Let Him be your joy. Let Him be your success. Let Him be everything that you need Him to be. Many a times we want to work out something. But by working out, it leaves us dehydrated. It leaves us empty. And we condemn ourselves. And Satan loves to, to use it also to, to your disadvantage. He says, he condemns you. He tells you, why this and why that? But look here, we have Jesus Christ. The man that loves you. We have Jesus Christ, the man that cares for you. He is there with you. And even I felt condemnation is living, leaving you. The name of Jesus. Some of, some of these things have given you lack of peace. But I had the Lord say, let condemnation go. It's leaving you. It's going from you. In the name of Jesus. And the Lord is giving you the peace. And he's giving you the joy. It's not about what you're doing, but who he is. It's not, it's, sometimes even it's not about how much you love him. 
is about how he loves you. If you can lean on it that he loves you and he cares for you and he has blessed you and he has done it for you. And let it be less of what you have done. The name of Jesus. You will flow in his river. You will flow with him. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus Christ. You will flow with him. You will flow with him. That's what I heard the Lord say. He will take you. He will sweep you away by his river. He will sweep you away by his river. You don't need to, you don't need to work it out. He will carry you by his river. And for some of you, I feel that you're going to enter into, into experiences that you never deserved. You're going to enter into things that you never deserve, not, not because of, of who you are, but because of who he is. And what he wants you to know, that he loves you and he can sweep you over. He can sweep you over. He doesn't need the effort. He doesn't need that strife. As we rest upon him, he will take us over. In the mighty name of Jesus. Condemnation is breaking, breaking, breaking of you, breaking of you, breaking from your shoulder. In the name of Jesus, the oil of joy is coming upon you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Is coming upon you by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The oil of favor, the oil of joy, every heaviness is lifting from you. In the mighty name of Jesus, every heaviness is lifting from you. If we can rise up on our feet, in the name of Jesus, just release yourself in his presence. I see heaviness lifting from you by the power of the Holy Spirit. His yoke is easy. His yoke is easy. His yoke is easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. In the name of Jesus. And every heavy burden is lifting from you. Thank you, Lord. Can all the Naomi's come? Those who feel I have lost everything, just join me over here. Come. Come, come. Now me, now me, now me. Come. Now me. Liba sabra teke telebuku zaka Naomi 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 Inkamata labara Naomi Liba sandara bayand Naomi Loko shakara You must not be a woman you can be a man but you have lost it Come mm. Keep coming mm. Thank you Come, come, Naomi, Naomi. The Lord is saying, you are Naomi. You have lost it. This is your night. Jesus. And there is healing going on. There is healing, healing, healing. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 What a beautiful moment. What a beautiful moment. Naomi lost it all. Naomi lost it all. Please don't be shy. I, I see some of you. Life Jesus. has not been very present. Jesus. What a moment. It has not been very present. Jesus. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Jesus. Memories of the past, the Lord won't wipe them away from you. Jesus. Just come over. Jesus. The Lord is moving here. The Lord is moving. Jesus. Jesus. Even Naomi still got to destiny after all the loss. Even Naomi still got to destiny after all the loss. I feel a second chance coming upon our women and our men. A second chance. To do things right. To connect to the heartbeat of Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. There is healing going on. There is healing going on. 
Holy Spirit. Just, just lift up your hands, both hands. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, where my destiny was disconnected, I pray, may your anointing connect me this evening. May the Spirit of God connect me right now in Jesus' name. Where my destiny was disconnected, I ask for the anointing of God to connect me right now in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, where I walked with the wrong company, where I walked with the wrong friends, where I walked with the wrong influence, and led me to be disconnected from my destiny. Lord Jesus, by your anointing, by the Spirit of God, by your blood, connect me right now. In Jesus' name. Recreate my path. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, where I have disconnected myself from my destiny by my words that were not productive. Lord Jesus, disconnect me from those words that I spoke over my life or were spoken over my life and disconnected me from my destiny and from my purpose. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, right now, I surrender myself to your purpose for my life. Help me, support me, guide me that I may achieve my purpose for my generation. In Jesus' name. That I may never be forgotten, but live to fulfill my purpose. And right now, every foundation that fights your purpose in my life, I decree may it be disconnected right now by power and by the fire of the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Just connect to the Lord Jesus. Connect with Him. It's He that has your answer. Connect with the Lord. Okay. Amen. Let me see those of you, since you st at least you started coming, you have a witness that there is something that the Lord has done in your life. That if you are given an opportunity, you will testify. Let me see the hands. Oh, can you see all of us, almost all of you? Can you just stand and clap for Jesus? Just, just say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we give all the glory to Jesus. Amen? We will continue to do this until the Lord Jesus come. Because the Lord wants everybody free. Amen? And not only he doesn't, we want you to free and he want to raise you to that level so that you also become a minister. So you can be able to minister to others. Amen? Yes. Please, those of you that the Lord has healed, you know what that means. If you go and fight someone who is sick, just pray for them. Amen? And if you can't pray for them, then bring them here. We shall pray for them. Okay? So don't just leave them there. You know, just either pray or you bring, you bring them here. We shall pray for them. This is from Hebrews 13, verse 20. May the God of peace, who through the blood of eternal covenants, blood back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us all in you, what is pleasing to him? Through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Your journey is blessed.
Amen. Your food is blessed. Your night is blessed. Your family is blessed. And you are safe. Amen. For the angels that are here will follow you until you get home. Hallelujah. What do we tell our, our ministers? <laughs> they, they say they didn't hear that. I am here. I didn't, I didn't tell you. That's a congregation telling you to make this your church. Yeah. Well, for us, we know you have heard. For if you, if you did not hear, you wouldn't say you did not hear. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they have heard. Just lift your hands towards them and just speak a blessing. Just speak something to the Lord about their lives. Tell God something about them. Just tell, them, tell the Lord something. See how humble they are. Just tell God something about their life. Please, the Lord hears the prayers of the righteous, and you are the righteous of the Lord. Speak favor, blessing, peace of mind, joy. Speak wealth into their hands in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Speak, speak that the world, the, the earth will open of, on their behalf and favor them. The world that is hidden, the treasures that are already hidden for ears, let them now be released. They have waited for too long. Let those treasures be released in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, let the heaven open on their behalf. Let more portals open on their behalf. And let no one be able to hold their blessing. We declare and declare they are blessed of the Lord. No demon can be able to attack them. We raise a covering. We cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ. And we speak more anointing, more anointing, more anointing. Let them be raised higher than they are today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we thank you and we bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just look at your neighbor and tell them Jesus is good. Just tell them that, that Jesus is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you told somebody that? That Jesus is good. Amen, 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 amen. You are the blessed of the Lord. You need to go home.